Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. everybody doing out there in 49ers land this is chris carr your host with fourth and nine podcast yeah let's let that thing go today guys we got a very special event today we're going to be talking to one of my good good friends justin stanley he's a huge huge commanders fan we're going to be talking all things 49ers versus commanders Coming right at you. Alright guys, like I said, we're going to be talking to Justin Stanley uh, very soon. It should be coming up uh, in the next minute or so. So uh, as soon as I get him, we'll get him on the horn. Justin. Yo, what's up, buddy? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, you know, I'm doing, you know, just (laughs) trying to wind down after doing the inevitable last-minute Christmas shopping, which I don't know why I feel like every guy in America decides to do, but, you know, it is what it is. Absolutely. That's just what we do. Nothing nothing planned. Everything just off, off on a whim. Well, it's it's like I told you earlier, you know, I like my, my gift to be fresh, you know, I don't want to be stale. Absolutely, absolutely. So Justin, I've already uh I've already kinda given him given him a quick synopsis of what we're gonna be doing. But uh what I want you to do is basically just run down for us, you know, kinda how you became a, a uh commanders fan, uh and, and just, just kinda give us some, some background about you. Yeah, so uh I'm uh, 31, like I said, of course, for all you 49er fans out there that listen to Chris's pod, I actually work with Chris, uh, have been for the past, I don't know, what would you say, six, seven months now? Um, yeah, about that. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I mean, how I became a Commanders fan, you know, I grew up just watching, like I said, my dad 
was a you know a Redskins fan. You know, back when they were the good old Skins, and you know, oh. I just. You good? Justin, we lose you? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Um, no, like I said, uh, just like I said, grew up a Commanders fan. Like I said, dad was a, you know, a Skins fan back in the day. And, um, you know, just didn't really have a choice. Like I said, it was, it was love Washington and hate Dallas kind of thing. And, uh, like I said, you know, I, far back as I can remember, like the players that I really started, you know, actually knowing the game, you know what I mean, was players like London Fletcher and, you know, one of the offensive tackles I can remember was a pro bowler, you know, like Chris Samuel players, you know, like Chris Cooley was a tight end, you know, that I really thought was a good player. And, of cool. course, like, yeah, Anton, yeah Antana Moss was, you know, was a really standout wide receiver for us and, you know, of course, Sean Taylor. You know, I actually remember I was in the hospital for uh, – I was in high school and I was in shop class and got welders, you know, like burn, where, you know, like the flash from the welder, you know, burn your eyes and mess your eyes all up. And I was actually in the hospital the night that I remember Sean Taylor. It was actually early in the morning, but I remember it coming across the TV. You know, Sean Taylor's been shot and da 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 And I was just like, what in the world? And, uh, you know, later yeah, on – tragic. You know, yeah, later on, finding out that he, you know, lost his life, which is just terrible. You know, I mean, he was such a talent, just you know, always one. Justin, we lose you again. No, I mean, like I said, I've got full service. Okay, I couldn't hear you there for a second. Do you want to? Uh... Try to start this thing over again? No, no, we're good. We're just going to roll with it. That's right. We're doing it live. We're just going to roll with the punches. Yeah, All right, so, so, so cool. Anyway, about Sean Taylor or whatever, you know, like I said, just wonder what he would have meant to the franchise, you know, if he could have, of course, you know, kept playing and stuff. And like I said, just to wrap it up, you know, players like Clinton Portis and Mike Sellers and, you know, I saw those kind of players. Like I said, I remember Portis, when they the Shanahan guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like I said, he, he, Picked him over from Denver and don't really want to talk about him too much right now. He's kind of knucklehead, some of the stuff he's gotten into, but he was he was a pretty good running back, you know. And I remember the press conferences and all the crazy outfits he used to wear. And, and like I said, I remember when they drafted RG3, you know, what that felt like and feeling like it gave us hope. And I remember watching him, you know, in that Vikings game, sprint up the sideline for that touchdown. I was like, wow, you know, we really, really got something here. And that all kind of fell apart. And ever since then, it's just been a, QB carousel, you know, so I feel like the team is just really a quarterback away from, you know, being a actual contender, you know, maybe some offensive line help and that kind of a stuff, but we just need that quarterback, man. All right, so let's let's just talk about that really fast, right? Uh, sure. Probably uh, a, a pretty good chunk of, of your fandom. The, uh, the skins have not been, uh, you know, the top and then, then they do get that draft pick and they get RG three and, and things are kind of rounding, you know, into, uh, into, into form. What was that injury like for you as a fan when he, when he messed his knee up? I mean, it was just gut wrenching, man. I mean, you feel like you've, 
kind of like I said, been on that QB carousel. You know, we had Jason Campbell, which was, I feel like, a pretty good talent. You know, I mean, I'm not 100% sure why. I just never seemed to gain traction with him. And then, you know, then you had like, you know, Donovan McNabb, which he was just past his prime at that point. And, you know, Rex Grossman and just just all kinds of players. You know Sexy Rexy. Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, just for 49ers fans who don't really, you know, follow Washington, of course, because you're 49ers fans. But, like, just to give you a little idea, you know, Terry's been with us about four years or so. And just in his time there, you know, he's caught passes from almost 10 different quarterbacks. Or I could be wrong. It might be one or two, one way or the other. But in four years, you know, 10 different quarterbacks have, like, thrown him the ball. And that's just crazy to think about, you know I mean? You're talking about Terry McLaurin. Yeah, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's just that's that's the kind of just QB carousel we've we've been on these past, you know, I feel like my whole life, you know, I'm mean, like I'm thirty one, like I said, I've been watching them, you know, ever since then, but you know, just it's just crazy, you know what I'm saying? The only stability we really had was with We lost you a little bit there. <clears throat> Not exactly sure what's what's going on. We're uh, we're kind of coming in and out. Can you hear me, Justin? Yo. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, um, like I said, the the last time we had any stability with um quarterback was like probably Kirk Cousins. And like I said, ever since then, you know, it's just been up and down, sideways, and every which direction you can go. Well, I'll tell you what, man. One thing that a 49er fan can uh, relate to is QB troubles. Huh? Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo goes down, uh, takes, us, takes us to a Super Bowl. We lose the Super Bowl. Then we make it to the NFC Championship game, and I think the team itself feels like uh, a large part of the loss is due to Jimmy, and then they make the bold move to go up and go grab their quarterback. They draft Trey Lance. They sit Trey Lance for the year. Jimmy balls out. We go to another NFC Championship game. We lose that game. Uh, We think Jimmy's out the door. Jimmy kind of hangs around. We get rid of Jimmy, but we don't get rid of Jimmy. Uh, Trey starts the season. Has a little rough patch. Trey gets hurt. Jimmy comes in, kind of writes the ship for us. Jimmy gets hurt week 13. Now we've got Brock Purdy. So, man, let me tell you, if there's anything that 49ers definitely know about, it is a uh, a controversy as whenever, you know, when it uh, pertains to the quarterback. Uh, so let's talk about – we'll shift a little bit. We'll stay on the offense side of the ball. Tell the the listeners what and who do we need to be looking out for in this game Saturday against your commanders? Like who's who's kind of your standout performers? Uh, you know, wh- what is it that you guys – what do you think you want to accomplish against this 49ers team? All right, first off, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I was just making sure if I went off on another ramble and everybody couldn't hear me. Yeah, no, um, you're good. So, I mean, like, 
what should y'all be looking out for as far as on the offensive side of the ball? Um, you know, we've got playmakers all over the place. And, you know, Terry McLaurin, of course, you know, wide receiver, Curtis Samuel, wide receiver, you know, he'll line up in the backfield and, you know, do some jet sweeps. And I mean, he's not even afraid to, you know, get up in there and mix it up with the big uglies or the big pretties, as I've heard Marcus Spears on ESPN refer to him as. But, uh, yeah. And then you've got, you know, like Jahan Dotson, you know, wide receiver out of Penn State, a little undersized, but, you know, you know, the kid just – it's like he's got super glue on his hands. You know, I don't know if anybody that's listening has watched that movie. You know what I mean? The, uh, the replacements and that, that. Nope, we lost you. This is crazy. Well, this is what happens, folks, when you when you, uh, you do a podcast. It's recorded, but it's live, right? Like. We we tried to work the bugs out beforehand. We're we're having some technical issues. Justin, can you hear me? Yeah, man, I got you loud and clear. Okay, all right, you're back. So, go ahead and finish uh, your your. Where'd you Where'd you lose me at? Uh, you were talking about the replacements, and then we lost. Yeah. It. So, uh, that was that was my little uh comparison to the Jahan Dotson, the rookie they drafted out of Penn State. Um, like I said, he's like that guy off of the replacements, Clifford Franklin, when they put the glue on his hands in that movie. He yeah. Just, like he catches just everything, man. It's just crazy. It was a shame to see him get hurt in the season like he did and suffer with a little bit of a hamstring, you know, injury that kind of kept him sidelined, sidelined a little bit. But, you know, hey, that's football. Um, and, of course, Brian Robinson and all the, you know, the tragic what he dealt with, you know, in late in August when he got shot. You know, being able to come back and, you know, if he doesn't get, you know, comeback player of the year, I just – I don't know who does. Right. You know, he looks like a real stud, you know. Like I said, last last week against, you know, um the Giants, you know, he was averaging like seven and a half yards a carry, which is just crazy. But – uh, That's chunks of yards. I mean, that's that's running the ball is what that is. You know, it's, it's not easy yards. You know, he's – you know, I'm sure when you played football, you know, the coaches told you, you know, just because you make contact, you know, keep those legs churning, keep those feet. That's right. Keep driving. All right, we lost you again. You hear me, Justin? Yeah. I don't no, understand. I, I said I've no, got like, Five yeah, seven. no, no, I, I get it. I've got four bars of, or four, four or five bars of four G over here myself. So I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but we're just gonna we're gonna power through it. It's yeah. not a big deal, right? I'm like, sorry to all the listeners, but this is not what we planned on. Oh, absolutely not, right? But you know, this is what happens, right? Oh, so yeah. It's, it's not that big of a deal. We're just yeah. gonna keep on going through. All right, so so you were talking about uh, Robinson, correct? The the running back. Yep. yep. Yeah, so like I said, I mean, they, you know, they've got playmakers all over the field. And like I said, I mentioned Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, Brian Robinson, you know, uh, Antonio Gibson. He can catch it out of the backfield and break one loose at any time. You know, they've got some fairly talented, you know, tight ends. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, uh, John Bates, he's really good at blocking. They don't really throw him the ball too much, but he's a hell of a blocker. Um, Cole Turner is one they drafted out of Nevada. Kind of had a 
fairly quiet year, but I feel like, you know, he's due for a game at some point. Um, he's almost like a big wide receiver instead of a tight end. So I wish they target him in the red zone a little bit more. But, hey, I don't call the plays. But uh, And then, of course, you know, you got Logan Thomas, which, you know, he's had a little bit of a down year, but, you know. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Justin. <clears throat> it's it's. I'm not sure exactly what what we've got going on. Like I said, we're, we're just going to try to keep soldiering through. Uh, you just it's like you're there and you're super clear, and all of a sudden you just kind of drift away for like I don't know ten seconds. Again, not a big deal. All right. So, all that being said, Justin, what do you think is what like offensively key keys to victory? What do you got to do to the number one defense in the league in order for you guys to win? Like, what is, what do you, what do you think Ron Rivera says? Hey, listen, guys, we've got to do this, this, and this. What are those things? Well, I mean, he's big on like, you know, do what you can control, right? And that's things like being disciplined, no penalties, you know, you know, like jumping off sides or just things like that, you know, just, you got to cut down on the stupid penalties, and that really hurt us last week uh, against the Giants. We had some penalties, you know, holding calls, and then things like that. You know, you feel like you could clean up a little bit. Um, and, of course, run the ball. I feel like we got away from the run a little bit last week, you know, prematurely. Um, and like I said, I mean, that's running the ball is, you know, that's how you keep the ball out of the opposing offense's hands. And absolutely, you know, that's how you, you know, manage the game and it sets up everything else. Um, I'd like to see them try to get Taylor Heineke out on the move a little bit and, you know, get him out of that pocket and throw him. Hang on, Justin. Just hold that thought, put a pin in it. Till you, till you get back. You, you got me? Let me know when you can hear me. Or I guess I'll let you know when I can hear you. Hey, Justin. Wow, Hello. this is super weird. Hey, <laughs> up? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Like I said, this is, this is I don't know. Maybe this is... God's way of punishing me for going Christmas shopping late. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, man, crazy. yeah. Literally, the all Lord. the people that are listening, I have a, I have AT&T in the tower, like AT&T tower, and this is why I switched from Verizon to AT&T. It's literally like a quarter mile from my house, so I don't get it, you know? He says it's like in his backyard. He might I mean, as well be standing on the thing. They, they, might as, they should be paying me. That's how close it is. <laughs> and yet I'm breaking up. This is it's all good. Like I said, it's it is all good. Like uh, I think all of us, uh, all of us can can remember a time where you know we tried so hard at something and and it didn't didn't work out quite the way that we wanted it to, but uh, still pushed a, through. And maybe it's a 49ers fan, you know, uh, hacked into my phone and you know. Oh, that's exactly what it is. He's I mean, he's hey. in there and he's 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 getting after your uh, your your mobile data and he's shutting you down. I would when not you, when I you start to make sense. When you're starting to make sense about 
what you guys are going to do and how you want to attack us. And he starts, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll dial this down to this guy. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear about this guy, you know, left hand up, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, so how about this? So let's turn to defense really fast. Word on the street is you guys are, are getting back a, a, a pretty big part of the defense. Now, I kind of uh, briefed the the uh the listeners beforehand i did not break you know break the ice so to speak as far as who this person is i figured i would let you as a the the guest and and the uh the man of of know and knowledge on the commander so justin tell tell the people at home who is it that's coming back and and what is it that you think that he can do for you No way. <laughs> it's it's got to be a 49ers fan. There's just no no possible explanation for this other than there's a, there's a 49ers guy. And look, I don't blame him at all. I don't blame him. Uh, <laughs> Justin, can you hear me? How about you, Justin? Anything. Man, that was a massive setup, too. Hello. Yeah, you there? Yeah, I mean, he's working his magic right now. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's doing really good. My, my megabytes and up in my cloud and whatever. <laughs> the he's guy, doing. yeah, he is He yeah. is pulling some strings. Yeah, whoever you are, put your name down in the comments. <laughs> I got a gift <laughs> I'm going to send you. Please or like and subscribe you because we want to we want to get you on here every time we talk to Justin. Yeah, I we... mean, <laughs> you, you beautiful person, you. <laughs> All right, so so who is this mystery defense. person? Yeah, defense. Um, well, like I said, I don't know if all your listeners have heard or not, but you know Chase Young is expected to play. Um, he's going to be on a pitch count, I'm sure. You know they're not going to just put him out there full bore. They're going to see you know ease him in a little bit and just see how he feels after this game. Um, the last time he played, you know, against the 49ers, he had a pretty good game. Yeah, um, we all remember that game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to put it all on chase like he was just a superstar i think y'all were just like i said you had nick mullins and you didn't have trent williams in there i don't believe and it was 49ers fans remember yeah well i mean like i said it was a good game for him but it'll be nice to see him back on the field um but like i said there's a lot of playmakers other than him you know of course you got john allen and you know uh, deron Payne. you know d tackles both at alabama you know having yeah, big boys just having monster years, you know what I mean? I don't know if there any team has two defense. Oh God, he's he's. I mean, every time he gets going, <laughs> they just pull the plug on him. It's terrible. It is awful what they are doing to this man right now. Justin, how about you? I'll be able to edit this, some of this out, but uh, <laughs> some of it we're just going to let it go because. You know, this is this is life, right? Like this is a a microcosm of of what With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, your, your day may or may not be like it's as, as awful as it is. And, and you just want to get out. You know, Justin just wants to say what he's got to say. And we just want to hear what he's got to say. And for some reason, the, the, the clouds are, are not aligning right now. I don't know. Maybe it's the damn wind. Who knows? Because it's been about 25 to 30 uh, miles per hour wind here uh, where we're at. So, Justin, can you hear me? Anything? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Man, that's this is crazy. Like I said, that's... <laughs> Whoever you are, you dirty 49ers fan, just shame <laughs> on you. I mean, so, so, so when you when you go out, Justin, head. when you go out, do you hear me? The whole time. You, I never okay, lose. So you. you're always hearing me. I got you. I mean, I'm just you're just sitting there talking about, you know, right when he gets going, they just chime in yep. and just, you just know wow. rip rip the, the um proverbial uh carpet right up from running to feet so maybe maybe we've got some luck and and we actually caught your audio uh i'm just not hearing it in my headset that's that is a possibility i'm not 100 sure as you guys know this will just be my fifth episode uh i'm i'm working really hard here i'm not a sound engineer i'm doing everything that i can though all right justin please continue on with the uh borophil i'm sorry i'm just kidding (laughs) This is continue a, with the defensive uh with your defensive lineup. We went from hero to zero really quick. But anyway, uh <laughs> I mean, not just Chase Young, I mean you've got defensive playmakers all around and, you know, like I said, Jonathan Allen, uh Deron Payne, you know, Cameron Curl, who's rated like the number two safety in the league, uh, you know, Jamin Davis, which is starting to have, you know, more of a breakout year in his second year. Uh, Benjamin St. Juice, you know, he's been hurt. Hopefully we get him back. Be nice to have him on the field, you know, out there at cornerback, you know, shutting some 49ers receivers down, hopefully. Uh, Derek Forrest, you know, he's come on strong this year. He's another second-year player. Dealt with a lot of injury last year. We drafted him out of Cincinnati. You know, pretty good-sized physical safety. And like I said, you know, you've got like more of a veteran, reliable cornerback, you know, Kendall Fuller. And Bobby McCain at safety, you know, it's some it's some playmakers back there for sure. All right, so tell us a little bit about what is the DNA uh, consist of for for the Commanders defense? Like, what is it you guys trying to do? Because I I want to be really honest. Like, you're going through the names, and I I so respect the fact that you know all those guys. And and like other than like Deron Payne and uh, the other guy from Alabama on the on the defensive line, and of course Chase, I was like, okay. I don't know that guy. I don't know that guy. I don't know that guy. Now, that's not to say that they're bad players. What that does say is that I'm just not familiar with your team, which is why I wanted you to come here and talk to these guys about, you know, your guys, because nobody's going to talk about your team like like you will. So tell me about the DNA. Like, what is it you guys trying to accomplish? Like, how do you attack offenses? Well, I mean, I think first and foremost, you know, like I said, it's we've got, you know, pretty much three first round picks on our defensive line at any time. You know, and if you had Chase back in the fold, it would be four, you know what I mean, first round picks on your defensive line. You know what I mean? And uh sounds familiar. That's uh yeah, I mean you know, like the more and more I think about it, you know, the the forty ers are just a better version of what Washington wants to be. 
And I mean, like we're very similar in a lot of aspects. I just think that the 49ers are just a, a better coach team. You know what I mean? In my honest opinion, I think that okay. they're, you know, Kyle Shanahan is just, he's really good at, you know, knowing what he has and, and coaching them to, to do what they can do the best. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't try to make a player do something that they can't do. Whereas he's, he's not a square peg round hole kind of guy. No. And I mean, like I said, Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio are a little bit more old school, you know, stubborn, if you will. And, you know, they're more of like, you know, this is our scheme and you're going to conform to that. But uh, anyway, uh, talking about defense, I mean, like I said, that, you know, they try to win with their front four. You know what I mean? Sometimes they do a five-man front, you know, and a lot of times the fifth man in the center is a guy, John Ridgeway, that came off of uh, the Dallas Cowboys, you know, uh, practice squad, yep. fifth-round pick. Uh, big, mean, nasty. Like I said, he's young. He's kind of a knucklehead. Nope, there he goes again. He's just, just oh, there you go. Now you're back. Oh, I mean, I don't understand, dude. But anyway, so, let's just that's all good. Keep just, it going. Just keep but, rolling uh, with it, man. Yeah, John Ridgeway, like I said, he's early in the season. You know, he had some boneheaded plays. Um, like I said, he's fifth rounder rookie out of you know, I want to say maybe uh, Arkansas, but I'm not sure. Um, but like I said, man, he's he's pretty good for a fifth rounder rookie. And uh, but like I said, their their plan is to shut down the run, you know what I mean, and just and be physical and try to get home with the front four. Or, you know what I mean? They blitz every now and then, but it's it's more or less try to get home with the front four and just try to let the defensive line right out of the quarterback and get home with them and just let everybody else on the backside of the field, you know, just you know, wreak havoc or you know, play man on man and just hope that their players are just the better player. You know, what I mean, like I said, uh. Jamin Davis, you know, linebacker, his second year out of Kentucky. You know, he's a he's a physical specimen, man, for sure. He's fast, he's long, and he can go sideline to sideline. Um, I really feel like, you know, they're going to probably have him, you know, running around with Kittle a little bit, maybe even McCaffrey out of the backfield. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, he's got okay. that kind of speed and stuff. He really does. Um, it's, it's still young, still learning, but uh, you know, as far as a game plan, it's just it's just. <laughs> I'm so sorry, and like I said, I, I may not be able to hear you. <laughs> so if you're if you're talking, just just keep on talking until I do hear you again. Uh. <clears throat> I guess what what I'll do is we'll, we'll kind of pivot off of that. How do you feel like the uh, commander's pass rush has been without Chase Young? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Oh, man. Like I said, I, I get to going. I'm just flowing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dr. Dre straight off the – And they do the not like it. They're like, no, nope. they're just pulling like, the plug. How dare you? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Chase Young. I mean, how I feel like they've been without him. I mean, they've been pretty solid, man. You know what I mean? They've they've been getting pressure, you know, pretty consistently without him. One would almost argue they've been playing a little bit better without him. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with last year it really looked like they didn't really play sound as one unit as far as the defensive line. It was just more of a 
every man for himself kind of a thing. And this year it seems like they kind of a little bit more discipline, you know, everybody stays in their lane kind of a thing and just plays more as a unit. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how they play with him back in the fold. Nice. So do you have any questions for me? Uh, I mean, like I said, it'd be interesting to see, you know, what do you think the keys to, you know, a victory would be? You know, how do you think the 49ers would, you know what I mean, attack the commander's defense? And, and what do you think it would take to be ultimately successful and get a win? Uh, okay, so we'll start – let's just start offensively, right? Um, I, I think the way we, we have won the last – eight weeks is playing our style of football. By that, I mean, we are, are run heavy. We, uh, you know, short passes here and there. We don't ask a whole lot out of our quarterback. Cause obviously now, you know, we had Jimmy before, but now we're, we're dealing with Brock Purdy, who is a, a rookie. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you've heard this before, uh, 262 Mr. Irrelevant like that's uh that is that is you know it's a fact now the kid has played I guess outside of his of himself but that all being said everything starts with the run and if we can run the ball uh, we can do just about anything we want to do on offense and I think that's the key to the game is can we run on that that front four that you guys have that is so stout. I mean, I did some research on you guys, and you you guys are top five defense in, in a bunch of different categories. Uh, I do know that you guys, uh, you you're very good against the run. So I'm I'm betting that's that's where we're gonna match up. Number one is can we stop your pass rush? Can we rip off some big runs, and then probably run some play action stuff with Purdy, uh, some some uh, some tight end stuff with Kittle because we still don't have Debo. Debo is still out with the ankle and, uh, and the sprained knee. Uh, Kittle, or not Kittle, I'm sorry, uh, McCaffrey out of the backfield, both passing and running. And then finish you off with Jordan Mason. He's the heavy hammer, you know, the – 230 pound bruiser back that's coming in and in the fourth quarter to kind of grind this thing down to a, to a pulp at the end. And defensively, I mean, I don't really know what, what I can or can't say about the defense. I mean, they have been integral in every single win that we've had this season. They have shut uh, some really, really great offenses down. Uh, we're, we're giving up, I think, uh, like somewhere in the neighborhood of like 13 to 14 points a game. That's not a lot. It's not a lot. I don't know what kind of offensive explosion the commanders are going to bring, but, uh, you know, listening to some of the, the interviews, uh, the media availability this, this week, uh, the boys on defense, the boys on offense, nobody is laying down. They're not taking this game lightly. They are uh, – I mean, this is basically like a, a playoff game. It's kind of a playoff scenario because 
Obviously, you guys coming off of a loss to the Giants, you have a lot to play for. We have a lot to play for. Pride, number one. Number two, uh, you know, playoff positioning is still very much in the air. Uh, I think for both teams. So a win or loss either way can affect you. You know, I mean, obviously the Niners have, have already wrapped up their, their division. But that that's not our goal. You know, that's one of our goals. But, you know, then the next goal is, okay, now that you're in, okay, get, get the best seed that you can. So that means taking care of business, beating the commanders. Uh, we will not be looking ahead to uh, whoever's next. I think it's the Raiders. Um, but that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with with uh, what the Niners want to do. They want to run the ball. They want to throw some short passes. Not put Brock Purdy uh, in any real precarious positions. And then on the defensive side of the ball, Nick Bosa, Ebucom, Eric Armstead, and Javon Kinlaw coming back from injury. Those guys are going to get after it. Uh, you know. Taylor Haneke is going to have his, his hands full. He's going to be running around a lot. I hope he brought his track shoes. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, like I said, I, I agree. You know, like, and that's why I alluded to earlier. I, I really, I'd like to see Scott Turner call. You know, a little bit more. You know, plays where Taylor can you know get out on the run and and move. You know, a little bit. You know, and not just stand back there in the pocket. Like I said, Taylor's a shorter quarterback, and uh, I mean, he really, I feel like, succumbs to the fact. Lost you. That being said, we'll, we'll, you know, and not to not to cut you off, Justin. Uh, you talking about Taylor being being a shorter quarterback? Javon Kenlaw, Eric Armstead, six foot six, six foot seven respectively, uh, at the defensive tackle spot. So those two guys clogging up the middle with Ebucom and Bosa coming around the edges is going to make it extremely difficult uh, for, for Heineke to have a clear uh, vision, you know, field vision down the field. Justin, are you back? Oh. Okay. So yeah, I heard what you were saying, like I said, just okay. to – Quick finish up, you know, like I said, and I agree with what you're saying. Armstead, Epicom, you know, if, you know, if those guys, you know, can get any pressure, and even if they can't, you know, get those big arms up, it's going to be a long day for Taylor. So, it, you mean you might see two quarterbacks in this game? You know what I mean? Oh. It's Ooh, I hate, I, hate wins. That, you know, I love Taylor to death. I play golf with him, take him out for a beer, all that kind of stuff. He's a great yeah. guy, good locker room guy, but you know, at some point, heart. You know, only will take you, but so far. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll just have to see. You know, I mean, like I said, I think if they get down a couple scores in the first half and the offense just looks really stagnant and lethargic, I think you'll see the change. So, how short do you think the leash is? Like I said, I mean, I think it's I think it's first half. I mean, you know, if, if they get out on us two scores in the first quarter, kind of a thing, and he turns the ball over and just looks like he's really struggling. I think you'll see him go to it. I think Ron Rivera knows that, you know, this game is, you know, just they got to they gotta have it in a sense. I know they can still make the playoffs if they lose. Right. 
But it's meaningful. Yeah. The game is meaningful. Well, just to I tell you, like I said, I listen to a lot of different podcasts and shout out to my man Brian Mitchell, you know, you know, Redskins punt returner and running back and kick returner. Be Mitch. Argue you know, yeah, he should be in the Hall of Fame, dude. But anyway. Nope. Just when you started talking about B. Mitchell, the guy he got upset again. He he shut you down. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, like I said, B. Mitch says, you know, a scalded dog will holler. So I feel like, you know, Washington is just kind of backs against the wall, you know, with with new uh, ownership possibly on the way. And oh, yeah. A, a lot of different things that, you know, could be possibly, you know, cleaning house kind of a thing. I think Ron Rivera really feels pressure now more than ever. And I think they're going to go for broke, you know. I mean, it's it's kind of do or die. So I really think, like I said, they're going to – they're going to be pulling out all the stops on this one. So it'll be interesting to see. And like I said, Washington, you know, and the 49ers are a very similar team in a lot of different Absolutely. ways. I just think that the Niners are just a better version of what Washington wants to be. And so, I mean, I really think they're going to keep things fairly tight. Um, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, like I said, I mean, they're just – they're really similar. Um, and I think, you know, every rookie, you know, eventually has his – Welcome to the NFL moment, and I'm not saying it's going to happen this week, but you never know. Um, I mean, like I said, it's not like you guys beat the Seahawks, you know, by 30 points. Right. And I, I would consider us, you know, fairly competitive with them. So having said that, you know, I mean, that was a fairly tight game. What was it, 21-13 to 13, y'all beat them? 21-13. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like I said it's going to be a fairly tight game. I lost you. Justin. Can you hear me? Yeah, real quick and we'll get out of here. Let's let's get your uh your prediction. Let's get a let's get a score. Yeah, well hopefully like I said we can make it through that. But uh <laughs> um I think it's gonna like I said, I think it's gonna be close, you know. I think it's gonna be a a grinded out kind of a game, you know, really more so a battle of the coaches kind of a game you know just who right now i think the line is seven yeah i mean as far as a prediction of score whatever you know i'm gonna i'm gonna pick my team because like i said i think a a scalded dog will holler you know you back at the you know a wild animal into a corner they're gonna come out you know attacking kind of a thing so nice i think you know it's gonna be a i think it's gonna be like a 17 14 you know commanders um like i said do you know would I be surprised if it's wildly the other way and they get blown out? Not really, because this team is just so unpredictable. And I mean, they beat the Eagles for Christ's sake, and nobody thought they would. So absolutely, absolutely, it's, it's crazy, man. But yeah, I think it's going to be a low scoring. Whoever can run the ball better, and you know, just limit the penalties, and whoever you know has the most turnovers, you know, and capitalizes on those turnovers, and. I think, you know, it's what I preach every week. So it'll be nice. interesting to see. All right. I think uh, I'll give you my prediction 24 17. I think, uh, I think, I think the commanders will, will come out and they will play. It'll, it'll be tough in the first half. I think the defense uh, in, in the second half becomes smothering and, and just kind of takes over the game. Uh, we we may see a a sack strip fumble for a touchdown type of deal or a 
a pick six uh, going the 49ers way. Uh, that's how I see it. I think I think the defense is probably just a little too strong. Uh, I understand that you have players, but uh, the Niners are just stacked on defense. And, I mean, you're not the number one defense in the league for no reason. So I'm calling Niners 24-17. Justin's got skins or commanders 17-14. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. I mean, like yeah, I said. Winning, winning by a field goal. I like it. I like both predictions. I could see both both things happening. Justin, I know it's been rough, man, and I know you've been in and out. And <laughs> I apologize. I don't know exactly what was going on with the with the audio. I apologize to the listeners, but man, it, it's been awesome having you on here. I appreciate everything that you you've done, everything that you said. Uh, man, I I hope to have you back on. You know, maybe in the off season we. Uh, we can talk talk draft stuff, like whatever. But, uh, man, it was awesome having you on here. Thank you again. Uh, you got anything else to say before we jet out of here? No, man, like I said, I, you know, like I said, I appreciate you having me on. I just – I wish we didn't have all these technical difficulties. And, you know, I hope that everybody, you know, understands and bears with us and doesn't just stop listening midway through the pod because, you know, like I said – I think Chris has got a lot to offer you guys. You know, it's it's. I think his thing is going to gain some traction and and really take off. So, like I said, it, it'll just it'll be a competitive game, and you know, like I said, it, any given Sunday, you know, uh, that's a little cliche, but you know, Saturday in this case, but you know, somebody's going to be having a more of a merry Christmas, you know, Sunday morning than absolutely somebody's early. Christmas comes early for sure. But like I said, hopefully we can do this again. Maybe I'll have to come to your house and. Maybe that'll iron out the, you know, cutouts and stuff. But uh, There you go. Yeah. All right, man. Well, guys, 4th and 9 Podcast. This is your host, Chris Carr, uh, signing out. Drip! Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Guys, are you trying to stay in 20-year-old shape into your 30s and 40s and finding it, well, impossible? Then you need to listen to this. Beachbody, the company that revolutionized getting ripped at home with P90X and Insanity, has a brand new program just for you called Lift 4. It's part lift. It's part hit. With total body shredding results in just 30 to 40 minutes a day, right at home on the Beachbody On Demand app. That's how you get killer results as an adult. Go to Beachbody.com to sign up now and you can try Live 4 for free. That's Beachbody.com.